I'm going to write a book. It's going to be the shortest book in the, in the world. It's yes. three steps on how to do anything. Okay. Right? Step one, find out what you want to do. Uh-huh. Step two, start doing it. Step three, you did it. Step four, <laughs> That's it. which is the epilogue. Step four <laughs> Step is four. keep doing it. You look so goofy. <laughs> All right, Anthony. Oh, goodness, man. It's What's been going a, on, buddy? Dude, it's been a while. What? A ah, man. What I, are what are you doing these days? Like, oh, what, well, like, what are you like? What are you filling your time with? Family. Definitely a lot of family time. Yeah. Um. Random at this point in time, some other projects, uh, such as I still do the Bros Before Oboes Pro Wrestling podcast. <laughs> yeah, so that's that's um, we attempt to do that weekly, if not once a month, if we can. Um, at least, uh, random music project. I started writing some metal songs, Dude. and um, just for the sake of just because, why not? Um, You've been, and you've been, uh, yeah, writing, and you've been writing some metal songs. Yeah, dude, dude I saw dude, greatest concert ever. Super shameless plug. But these dudes, Iron Maiden, yeah, best concert, hands down. Yeah, even, greatest show. Even now, even now, dude. Oh my god, it was me and my buddy Land went. You did you work with Lamberto? No, no, no. Um. Dude, he's awesome. Either way, we go to shows, and uh, he's a big metalhead, too. Yeah. And uh, we saw these guys play, and, like, I've always geeked out on, on heavy metal or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I know how to record, and I play guitar, and I play drums, I play bass, and all that stuff. So I've got a little bit more free time, well, quote-unquote free time, um, a little more time now. You make your and time. So, you make... Yeah, pretty yeah. much. Yeah, so yeah. The other day, I made that song for you, because I was like, dude, if you don't have a song for your yeah. podcast, yeah. I'll whip something. Yeah. And then shortly after I did that, I just decided, you know, I'm just going to pick up a guitar and just play some, you know, distorted uh, metal riffs. And then sure enough, just was like, dude, I love it. I loved it. Cool chorus. Yeah, man, it was fun. I was, I was at work. I I saw you that you messaged it to me and I tried to listen to it on my phone. And for whatever reason, it didn't want to do it. But then I got to work and I walked in. And then I pulled it up and I was about to listen to it. And then I got like bombarded by a bunch of people. I'm like, okay, I'll listen to it later. And then, like an hour later, I finally got back to my, my uh, desk. And then I hit, like, I hit play. I was like, yes, this is so good. And I was just, I, I like, like listened to it like three or four times. Like, yeah, like I'm feeling that. That's awesome. And then then, like, I started uh, just kind of jamming out to like that short bit. And I was like, oh, that's really good. I wish there's more. That's awesome. What's what's cool is um you know I've come to discover like when you do intro stuff it, it can't it can't be super long as much as like right it's just like a, a stinger it's almost exactly ten yeah. seconds man. ten seconds no that's awesome yeah I uh yeah what's what's interesting about like this project especially is like I've done I've done recorded content I've done live content. Yeah, all, all in video, but like I've dabbled in podcasting, but never really like produced anything and like I was happy with. But this is uh, this is uh, this is interesting because I, I really want to like do the whole like take what knowledge I've done in mm-hmm. video production and still translate that as a podcast, but then of course purely as audio so like this stuff like a music intro like even though i have intros in my live shows and things like that it's always you know it's it's different it feels different and so i didn't (laughs) i and i've listened to so many different podcasts i was like oh man i do need music when you asked me that it's like ah hell (laughs) i was like i know this but i didn't do it but anyway dude how long have you how long have you been doing like creating music I ever since I've known you, I, I've known that's what you've been doing. But like, sure. I don't know. I don't know this. Like, I don't know the story here. If there is a story, but, like, 
how long? Like, tell me, tell me about it. Honestly, man, like it's it's cool. I'll put it this way: so I have a uh, my son Rocco. He's gonna be four years old. Dude, that's awesome. And the reason I bring this up is because he, being four, uh-huh. is doing the same exact things that I was doing when I was three and four, which is just making up songs about anything and everything, right? Right. So, um, you know, of course, like he sings like, you know, like itsy bitsy spider stuff. But but there are times, uh, there are times like when we're driving to school and he'll be like, you know, uh, you know, I want the rain to go away. I want the rain to go away. And right. It's like saying it a million times, and it's like, dude, that's you. You get that, right? Um, the other day, Liz, my wife, put up a, a video on, on I think it was like Facebook and Instagram, but I'm just playing guitar. I'm just shirtless playing guitar, playing some metal riffs. Like you do. And yeah, like I do. <laughs> and, um, you know, Rocco was just saying the same, exact same thing I was doing when I was a kid, which is just making up stuff. You know, he's like, pterodactyl on my head, pterodactyl on my face. Oh, it's just like, that's amazing. So but you've, the, you've been doing this forever, as long as you can remember. Ever since I was a kid, um, there was, so I will say this, there was a point in time that really affected me, and, it, and, it, and I held on to it for a really long time. It really hasn't been until recent, um, within the last year or two of that. Yeah. Um, so most people have known me to be a drummer, right. know, playing drums, and, right. and I've always had my hand in music. Um but before I played drums, I played guitar and I loved to sing. Yeah. I absolutely love singing. It's the same thing. Rocco is in this like fresh age where, where it doesn't matter what you sound like. Just, you just have this un, you know, uh, you're, you're fearless with just what you create and how you present it. Right. So, right. um, so there was, I think it was like fourth grade or fifth grade or something like that. I think it was fourth. Yeah. Um, we're in music class, you know, we would sing songs and stuff. And I remember, oh man, I remember this so distinctly. So I'm sitting in class and we have our books, right? Yeah. I was like, okay, open it up. It's the, it's the, uh, uh, national anthem. And I was like, yeah, I want to sing that. Teacher was like, Hey, you want to sing this? And of course I'm like, I want to sing this. And I gave it everything, dude. <laughs> I gave the gusto and then some and yeah as i get to the end of the song yeah you know i get to like end the bombs bursting in air and all, all this stuff like the pinnacle of the song yeah the entire class started laughing oh no and at that moment in time i just felt my my creative haven just crumble yeah and at that point, I discovered, like, well, you know, F this. Like, this is the worst feeling in the world. Right. And it it, it put me into this, like, sanctum in my head yeah. where it was like, this is where I'm going to retreat to. So I, I found that. And it was, um, it's, it was lonely. It was terrible. It was, it really guarded me from, from playing guitar and, yeah. and singing songs and this, that, the other. And, um, you know, and then at that point, like I started like picking up drums and I was like, okay, well, I still need to have my hand in music, but I don't have to be in, like the front man or like the lead guy. And uh, I just channeled all of my music passion per se into, um, into drums. But ever, but even, even though I stopped singing in front of people and I stopped playing guitar in front of people, um, dude, I have literally hundreds of songs from like grade school to high school to now that are just on voice recorders, voice memos, uh, random things in Pro Tools. That's like, awesome. I will never stop creating. I just got to a point where, at least in, in that moment as a kid, yeah. that that stuck with me that, that I was terrified um, to really showcase it. But there is a, a good ending to the story right is um you know i i'm beginning to realize that it's selfish of me to not release music and and it, it would be selfish of me to not let that stuff out even though 
you know, I would feel awkward about it. Right. But I've come to learn growing up, I'm 33 years old now. So like the idea is like, you reach a point where you just kind of go, you know what, whatever I do, I'm just going to do it. And and one thing that I think both of us share as creators, especially is curiosity. And this is something that popped up recently. It was listened to a podcast, it was like a finance podcast. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, this guy goes, you know, how do you, how can you tell uh, if, a, if an advisor is going to be successful? Like the first three minutes of meeting with them. Right. And of course, I'm naturally grab, I'm going to gravitate to that. Like I want to know. Yeah. And the guy just says, he says curiosity. And it hit me like a ton of bricks because here's the thing. And here's, here's what's helped quell my fears. Yeah is curiosity is like Rocco's playfulness, this childhood playfulness that fear doesn't matter, right? It doesn't matter. It's you're enjoying this this creativity. You're enjoying this feeling. You're enjoying this performance. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. And and, and to ask you, like, I want to ask you something here the curiosity that Rocco has or the curiosity, like the fact that you said, you know, he's not, there's, there's no fear there. Right. Like there's no, Mm -hmm. we don't, I don't think we form insecurities until we're a little older. And I think that's why, you know, children in particular, because they're, 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 they're sponges, right. They want, they want to learn things. And then they're also, um, not just taking things in, they're putting it back out in the world. And it's it's because that lack of fear or insecurity. Mm-hmm. And I think I think that's why creators um end up never even starting in some like some regards, right? Like mm-hmm. or or you know, even the case of not releasing things. Like I get that. Like I've never like I have piles of videos that I've never released that I've made of stuff like this and, yeah. and this is getting released one way or another, but like, <laughs> but I've done dozens of, of just like stuff like this, trying to figure this out. And, and so I feel you on, on that one. So what do you think? Like, so on the curiosity thread, so what do you think makes, like, do you agree with that? Like the whole, like making, uh, being successful it, it includes some sort of curiosity or like, what do you, how do you, how do you take that? Like, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Curiosity and success absolutely go hand in hand because if you're genuinely curious, yeah, you, you no longer, you no longer uh, have this idea of like, what could it be like? It's more of a, it's more of a, how can I, how can I experience this? Right. Curiosity in the in terms of success is essentially saying, I don't want to take this. I don't want to just live this picture in my head. I don't want to just live this this experience in my head. Right. I'm curious what it would feel like physically. Yeah. To experience said thing. Right. Right. Whether it's yeah, you know, I'm curious. Well, how would the world react if if I, you know, if, if I made a video game or if I wrote a poem? <laughs> Yeah. Or if I sang a song or if I made a video or, you know, I wonder how the world would react or how people would react if I right. wrote a book or, you know, uh, I'm, I'm curious what the outcome would be if, you know, if I told a friend, you know, just how much they mean to me. Like, right. you know what I mean? It's like, how would I go about doing that? And then you get to live that experience. And that goes with success, right? With great success comes taking risks. Yeah. And taking risks means you have to get out of your comfort zone. Yeah. So in my experience, like for the longest time, it was, I want to be guarded. I want to be guarded, but I'm going to find a new way to express myself. Yeah. And I did that, but I had to, I had to confront the fear of putting myself out there, the fear yeah. of exposing myself yeah. um, for lack of better words. But it's that in and of itself is how you become successful because right. you can't, you can't be successful in your own head. Um, you, you know, uh, I'm a musician, so there's always a funny adage of like, you know, your, your band is just a legend of your mom's garage. You <laughs> yeah. know, it's like, right. neat. like we sold out to a crowd of cats. 
that was our greatest concert that no one ever saw. You yeah. got to get out of the garage. You got to get out of your head, and, and you have to approach it with curiosity because again, right. curiosity quells all fears because there's a playfulness to it. There's like a, a it just kind of eliminates feeling fearful and feeling like there's a pressure. Yeah, having to create something it's more yeah, or less there's there's so much pressure right because like especially now right like this day and age you know when you hit live or you hit record and or post or submit or whatever it is it puts it in the world like that anyone with an internet connection will be able to see and experience this now we live in an age where you know someone like Justin Bieber existed, right? Like, he was discovered ah. on YouTube. So, it's... And now look at him. Like, he's he's famous, right? There's so many of these things that start just from, like, pushing that, that single button. And, you know, our grandparents can't say that, right? Like, yeah. our great-grandparents, they can't say that. They can't say that, oh, yeah, I just made a thing. And suddenly, like, hundreds or thousands or tens of thousands or mil- even millions of people have seen it. And... Well, 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 think think about this, though. Like, grandparents or great-grandparents, like, they had to be that much more intentional about what they were trying to create. Oh, yeah. Right? Like, like they yeah. would have to have the resources of, well, if I want to, uh, you know, record a song, like, right. I, have, I have to go out and find a band. I have to audition this band. I have to write these songs. I have to seek out a guy to record. I need, it. yeah, I need the equipment or the people that will do it, and then I need people that will produce it, and then it's get, it just seems get, yeah. Like the, the pipeline is that much longer for older generations, but nowadays, to your point, it's like it's a click of a button, right? Yeah, and that you know, it's uh, equally terrifying as it is liberating. It is. <laughs> it is. I mean, like most people now, like the the phone in their pocket mm-hmm. could be their, their ticket to becoming, you know, like, like becoming a creator. Like they can just do it. They can hit record on their phone and yeah. post it on the internet and just, that's it. They did it. And you're right. That's scary. How do you, like, how do you, like, how do you get over that fear? Like, what is like, what, how do you use curiosity to overcome that? Again, you just, you, you, the way I do it is, you know, I'm curious how this is going to work. I want to see, curious, I want to like, know. Yeah, right. I mean, sure. There's all, and again, there's always a fear that you're going to put yourself out there and the entire class is going to laugh at you. That is a real risk. Yeah. But at the same time, now that I look back at it and believe me, I have done, tons of processing on this and oh i bet so much man it it weighed heavy but someone had told me like well what if what if they were what if they were laughing because they themselves couldn't have done that dude they themselves wouldn't have put themselves out the way you did and that flicked it on its head and i went i never thought of it that way and you know to to confront to confront the fear is what makes you alive and that to me is what gives you choice and control uh-huh. because truly if you want something you're gonna find a way to do it and the question you're gonna ask yourself is how am i going to do it right how will i do this well you know i'm gonna get some buddies together and, and make a video yeah. or i'm gonna get some uh i'm just gonna get some instruments together and just write a song right or i'm gonna i'm gonna get a pen and paper and i'm gonna i'm just gonna write what's up what's on my mind like you just you have to do it you have to take the first step yeah and that's that you know that that to me proves whether or not you've got the tenacity and the gusto and you're willing to take on the risk to fail but failure is not a bad thing it's it's inevitable and if you know it's inevitable it's not a matter of if it's a matter of when so therefore embrace it yeah like let that be a part of your let that be a part of your story. No one's ever perfect. Right. You know, and to that, and to that point, you know, like being afraid of how people are going to react to it. I think 
only only slows you down in that you'll never you'll never know like this is a a, this is in my like from my perspective it's a different kind of curiosity right like i think there's Mm -hmm. a there's an aspect of that curiosity that can be debilitating to a point right because it's the whole oh man i wonder man i wonder if it's even good enough or i wonder if I wonder if, you know, I'm going to get laughed at. And that's, I think, the part that stops a lot of creators from, like, doing their thing. And like you said, you know, it's it's a matter of just doing it and starting or not being afraid of failing. And I think we all try so hard, you know, we want to be perfect right out of the gate. And I mm-hmm. think, and I think that is what stops so many people before they even start right because like i think i think one common theme amongst a lot of successful creators is that their catalog of whatever it is they've created is doesn't span usually just like a month or two or a couple weeks it's like years of creation typically the folks that you think of when you think of like you know who's who's the greatest band of all time or who's, you know, like who's my favorite podcasters. Like they didn't just start, you know, it's not, it's not an overnight thing. And I think a lot of us have this picture in our head when we're like, Oh, I'm going to, I'm going to write a song or I'm going to, I'm going to post a video online. Like it has to be perfect or it has to like, it has to be meeting some like, guideline or some you know level of of quality that you you're familiar with that you see in other folks out there who are creating but people forget that at one point those same people quietly posted a video that no one watched probably right or like wrote a song that only one or two people actually listened to and so i think i i think it's that like, I think you're right. Like, fear is so, like, fear can overcome curiosity in ways that stops us from doing it. And it's a matter of just starting. It can be paralyzing yeah. at times. Yeah, dude. You know? It's um, tough. Yeah. But the thing is, you, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta do it. You know what I mean? If you want it, if you want to share what you have, yeah, or what it is that you do. You have, you really have no other choice but to put yourself out there. Yeah. I mean, you're right. There's a lot of people that are, come on, man. We, we live in an age now where it's all vanity metrics, right? Like, oh, yeah. I, I got a bazillion followers, but then, like, you know, they post and you look at, well, only like two people liked it. So, me, you have two million followers and two people engaged with you. Yeah. You know, it's like you got the coolest house on the block, but nobody ever goes there. So, is it really the coolest house on the block? Like, neat. You know? Yeah. The, that but what i'm getting at is that there's a lot of vanity and a lot of bars that we set and a lot of you know our own obstacles that we put in our own way right, right. it's got to go this way it's i gotta i gotta be heard in this light or i have to be seen in this light. right why don't i why don't i have thousands of followers or subscribers it's because you need to start with one dude it's literally brick by brick it's by brick, brick no you are so right and you know i i spent years as a Twitch streamer, streaming like really like four or five nights a week for almost two years. And for months, it was like I'm streaming to like four people or like three people. And there were so many times I was like, why am I like, why am I doing this? Like, and I think inevitably when you like you're on a platform like that, whether it's YouTube or like even Instagram, like you start pay, paying attention to these metrics that, yeah, the platforms regard as something important. People notice those numbers, but it does nothing for your content and it does nothing for your ability to produce quality content or get better at just doing the thing. And I've fallen into that trap where I'm like, oh man, I only had like 60 people watching last night. And it's like, wait that's like you know a lecture hall in like that's 60 people yeah and it's like <laughs> it, and i found myself going oh sh- shit man i only have like 50 people watching 
last night. And then, like, I say it with such, like, disappointment and disgust in myself. And then, you know, you have a friend who's like, yo, that was like 50, like, people. <laughs> you know? And I'm like, oh, yeah. And you start to lose, you start, you start to lose perspective because you know you look at the front page of like a, a platform like that and some of the most popular people have like tens of thousands of people watching them but like yo like i think if you're even creating for you know like you need to be creating for yourself right mm -hmm. you need to be creating because you want you want to you want to make something for you and you want to share that but people get so lost so lost in those numbers and it's just but crazy. I think a good question to ask that pops up in my head is, would you still create if you couldn't see the metrics? That is a wonderful right? question. If, 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 it, if it came down to where, like, I don't know how many people are watching. This could be one. It could be a million. Would you still create? And would you still create with the same passion and performance that you would right. if it was one or if it was one million? And, and truly, to me, like, that separates, you know, creators yes. from, you know, people speculating and just chasing a, a, yes. a vanity idea. Yes. I, I had this conversation with a friend of mine from, from Twitch and, uh, he was like, oh, yo, you know, how's, how are you, you know, how you been? I'm like, oh, I've been good. And we talked about the fact that I took a break from Twitch and, you know, and I, I took a break because I wanted to focus on, you know, my family and I wanted to focus on me and I wanted to, yeah. I wanted to go back to the drawing board in terms of like, because, you know, like, why am I creating the things that I'm creating? And I took a lot of time thinking about that. And I told him, I was like, Hey, you know, it's, you know, I've been good. The time is good. I've been thinking about the whole point of, like, the whole point of this. But I've never stopped creating. You know, I've recorded stuff like this. I've worked on the other things that I've wanted to put push out into the world. And I've done it in small doses in different ways. But then, you know, I asked him, I, I flipped it to him. I'm like, how you been? And he's still streaming. And he's like, oh, yeah, no, I'm good. Things are good. But, I, you know, I re I'm really pushing to, I'm really pushing to, like, to build build my viewer base and i'm like why and he's like i want to grow i'm like okay like i get that you want to grow but like yeah. is that why you're doing it or are you doing it for the act of streaming right like it should be the you know and that's the perspective i think a lot of creators have to gain at some point if they don't already know it going in right where it's like don't get lost in those numbers because it, yeah. it's not that's not why you create you know i mean you want to share your your content you want to share your creation yeah that's fine i get that but like that is when i think it kind of came to a head for me when i was like oh dude like it's like think about why you're doing it because mm -hmm. don't chase the numbers don't chase the i want to grow my community because i've said that before and i'm like mm. sure. yeah and, and like i get it but at the same time it's dude but what are you doing for your community what value are you bringing like why why is it important because they're they're showing up for a reason it's not just because you want to incentivize them to follow or subscribe, you know? Sure. So I don't know, man. It's, it's interesting. It's really interesting that we live in this, this, um, you know, like these platforms are not even like more than what a decade old, 15, that crazy. like Twitter's like, like Twitter, Whoa. like social media is what, you know, like 15, 20 years old. But yeah, it's crazy. What I, I remind myself often, like you know, uh, get a lot of rap for this being a millennial, uh, <laughs> whatever. Here's what I look at it, man. Yeah. You know, our generation was we're we're post analog, pre digital. We are. We were in between. 
we're the, we're the crossroad generation. So we knew like, mm-hmm. you know, VHS tapes, cassette tapes into the CD world, into the MP3 world. We were in the, the AIM, AOL, Yahoo chat room. Oh, dude, yeah. Stream name generation to then it became, you know, MySpace as silly as it is, but that was the original No, that was, that was it, man, at the time. Until yeah, Facebook. Your top media, your friends, yeah. blah, blah, blah. And then it continued to snowball, and then like Twitter shows up, and Instagram shows up, and now literally, you know, I think um, what it all boils down to is if you're genuinely curious, yeah, then you yourself have a have a characteristic of being genuine, yeah, and that's what people want. That's what people engage with because that's human, right? Yeah. No offense to any Instagram. Uh, influencer out there yo i'm not offended but (laughs) love those speedo pics man (laughs) (laughs) there's like there's a certain level of like you know humanity right like i oh yeah you know i love seeing people behind the scenes because that's that's the human element that's the human production right Mm -hmm. versus like being you know in this perfect lighting with these perfect cameras and then the picture's taken and then it's uploaded yeah. to your phone but then posted through social media it's like no, goes through like, some filters etc yeah, yeah. Just show me the picture show me that you're <laughs> human and show me that you're genuine because that's the connection man that's the human bond you know you, you can only fool people for so long yeah and then after a while it's like if you're chasing if you're just chasing the numbers great you might get it what do you do when you get it? And what do you do when it's not there? Anymore? And it's, yeah. And the thing is, and I've learned this after having just a taste of just a little bit of just like growth on something like Twitch, it's never enough, right? Never. Enough. It's never, never it's never going to be enough. And so when you create and you, you start to chase metrics or you start to chase, um, you know, fame or something along those lines, you lose sight of like why you probably did it in the first place or you lost that curiosity of like, you know, I wonder what would happen if I made this thing or if I did it like this or if I, you know, um, tried something that people don't ordinarily do. You get lost in the the loop of like, oh, is this going to get me more downloads or listens or views or followers or etc and it and then you're in you know in my opinion that's not that that's not how one should create that's not what should drive you because you you lose that humanity you lose you lose that genuine you know connection with whatever it is that you're building yeah, you got to have a why. You have to figure out your why. And you have to be willing to share what you can create. Yeah. You have to be willing to take a risk. You you have to be able to reflect on yourself and what it is that you make and be happy that you are creating. Maybe it's never enough. Maybe it's never the perfect production. Yeah, it's true. That's subjective to one's own self. But it is the idea becomes you have to make something and a lot of the times sure it may not be the best thing but mm-hmm. you're doing if, you, if you're creating and putting things out there you're doing more than like 90 percent of the people out there yeah you know, a lot of people can sit and wish on their couch you know i wish i could play a guitar uh, i would love to be on stage it's like you have an opportunity oh right? dude like, yeah you just gotta want it you got to be able to go out and do it yeah Long story short, you got to be curious because curious curiosity will quell fears and it will be a conduit to success. And success means taking risks and being able to evaluate your own attitude, mm-hmm. your own you know behavior towards why you're doing what you're doing. But it also gives you an opportunity to reflect on the community that you're sharing it with. Right. And your community will, if they're if you're genuine to them, will be genuine to you. Oh yeah, you know, yeah. And you can use that feedback to, to build and and grow you know organically or whatever um you know practice to me doesn't make perfect practice makes performance yeah and if you continuously do it over and over and over eventually you get better at that because that's just naturally what you're doing yeah you know so i think for anybody out there that's you know wanting to 
take that first step. Um, I'm going to patent this idea right now. So you've heard it first on Moore's podcast, but I'm going to write a book. It's going to be the shortest book in the, in the world. It's yes. three steps on how to do anything. Okay. Right? Step one, find out what you want to do. Uh-huh. Step two, start doing it. Step three, you did it. Step four, That's it. which is the epilogue. Step four <laughs> step is four. Keep, doing keep doing it. It's true, dude. It's so true, man. What? It's hard. It's hard to even like, I think, pull that pull that trigger right i think that's why mm-hmm. and and you get you get so many of those people out there and you know i've done it and i have we've that all done we've it. all done yeah. it where yeah where it's just like oh man yo i wish i could do this thing you know and i don't know what it was at some point i decided that you know, especially when i hear it from friends i'm harsh on my friends i found because <laughs> i tell it how it is but I used to have friends that are just, you know, would say something like that, right? Where they're just like, oh, dude, I like, okay, like they, they, they comment on the fact that I, I, I design games for a living, right? And they're, they're like, oh, man, I wish I could just design a game or I wish I could make a game. And I'm like, guess what? You can. <laughs> like, it, you know, or like, or like, hey, you know, I, you know, it's it's cool that you you keep up with the latest the latest you know video games and you know that's awesome. I wish I had time for that. I'm like, you probably do. You probably have time. You just gotta make it. You know, it's 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 frustrating, right? Like it's frustrating to feel like you can't do something. But as the friend who hears people say that, I'm kind of I'm kind of the jerk that's like, then do it, like. <laughs> Well, it's true. You need that. The truth is, if it's truly important, you'll find a way to do it. How will I do it? Yeah. If you say you have no time, make it. Truth be told, and this is a harsh reality of reality, mm-hmm. then it's not important to you. Right. Because you're filling your time you with know? all the other things that are important to you. If you're not finding a way, you're finding an excuse. And the truth is, you do have the time. Yeah. Right. Yeah. There's any like Warren Buffett or, you know, freaking uh, Bill, uh, Bill Gates, LeBron James, uh, any, any, we all have 24 hours in a day. Yeah. You know, these dudes don't get any more time than we do. Yeah. So the question then becomes, what are, what is important to them? What is important to you? And if it truly is important, You'll be curious as to how you're going to achieve it. And if you're genuinely curious, then you're going to take that playful risk right. and see just how far you can go. And then you'd be pleasantly surprised. Yeah. One, one thing I want to touch base on that, that you had hit, um, you know, if you chase it and you're trying to chase fame and do this, that, the other, I think what gets lost is not setting a point of arrival, yeah. not setting a celebration moment where you put a stake in the ground and go, you know, when I get, when I get, when I get 10 followers, that's point of arrival for this goal. And, and I'm going to celebrate yeah. when I get to a hundred followers, when I get to a thousand followers, when I get to 10,000 followers. When I do this, that, the other, like you've got to establish that because if not, then you're pushing on the fog of the future with everybody else, mm-hmm. but you lose total sight as to where you came from. Yeah. And then you get overwhelmed and then you get disoriented and get like this, you know, creative vertigo. But if you're planting stakes in the ground as you're doing what you're doing, yeah, it's humbling. It is. Because you can look back and go, man, I remember how I felt when I had two people following me, but now I've got two million, you know, yeah. like, wow, what a, whoo, that's cool. Like that's humbling, you know? Mm-hmm. And then it, and then it, it it's like your description of that makes me think of like you know when your parents measured your height on the wall <laughs> right because then you can look That's back funny. right you look back and you're like oh man like i was only i mean i'm yeah. still only five five one but like <laughs> but it, it's true though because you look back and and you see the growth and you see the progress and that's reassuring that at least you're doing something right but then yeah I guess my question is, what do you do when you don't reach that next thing or you feel like you're not 
Like, what do you take, like? Take what, a do step you, back. what do you do? I take a step back. You know, um, before before getting into the career I'm in now, finance career, which I never thought I'd be I, in the I'll be honest, career. I never thought that to be true. Either. <laughs> I, know, I never would have predicted that. <laughs> okay, another another rule of the of the universe is go with the flow and be adaptable. <laughs> Um, no, but to be perfectly honest, so before I got into, into finance, you know, I was working in a recording studio, I was playing in bands, I was, you know, really chasing down the, you know, first I'm going to be a performer, then I'm going to learn the art and science of audio engineering, then I'm going to go and start a production company, and then I'm going to go and like make this my career, like I'm going to make it in the music industry. Right. And um, there came a point where it was, why am I doing this? This isn't fun anymore. Yep. This isn't, this isn't, a, this doesn't fuel me like it did in the past. And, and I had to confront that and and I had to confront it in a way where it was, I cannot allow this feeling of, of, of like chasing this down to be my identity because in reality, my identity is ever changing to be, you know, to, to be, um, like I'm on this like never ending quest for self discovery, right. you know? And so I, I had this humbling point where it was, you know, I got to do something different. And I've been playing live music and being in bands since I was 15 years old, you know, prior to that, of course, in grade school and stuff, but either way, like professionally getting paid, you know, that's half my life. I'm 33. If I'm playing 15. It's like 18 years of my life. Right. Right. So you know, I, there was a point where, you know, I had to say, you know what, I can take my hands off the workbench and I'm going to reflect and I'm going to connect the dots backward. I'm not going to try to connect the dots forward. Right. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to step away and I'm going to just evaluate where I've been and why I'm doing it. And then I pursued something different. You know, I got a business degree and I've always been interested in and just business and investing and, and this, that, the other. And I was like, you know what? I'm genuinely curious what I can learn more about. That's and amazing. then I fell deep into the rabbit hole of, I can really, this is like my passion behind my work outside of music and creation, which really satiates just my analytical brain is there's a lot of impact in that. And I decided to take it upon myself to learn this industry and to learn these strategies and, and to truly empower people, right? Like what fuels me in everything that I do is I want to learn something and yeah. I want to teach that to somebody. Yeah. I want to make it easier for someone else. And I want to be able to teach and impact their life. And not only that, but I want to empower people to, to take the next step, right? And finance is so freaking boring. Nobody wants to talk about 401ks. It's Nobody true. wants to it's talk true. about saving. But the truth is, here's my little shameless plug, you know, to save your damn money. <laughs> your damn money. Is that, so, is that your other book that you're going to write? It's like step one. Save your damn money. Step one, what do I want to do with this money? Step two, start saving your damn money. Step three, you've saved enough money to do what you wanted to do in step one. Yeah. Step four, rinse and repeat. There oh, it is. is. God. That's your free financial advice from Anthony. That's, that is it. That is. I'll send you a bill. No, <laughs> <laughs> um, no but 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 to answer the question, when when things get overwhelming, right, and the engine begins to overheat take your freaking foot off the gas chances are if you pull over you might be somewhere scenic yeah you might be somewhere where you haven't been before yeah and it's okay to get out it's okay to open your eyes it's okay to let out some steam yeah and it's okay to just reflect on that and, and i don't think enough people do that You're um, right. but i have found that that works for me because then I can then I can come back to this creative zone and go, you know why I'm doing this? I'm doing this because I like doing this. Yeah. You know, I like making metal riffs. I like making, you know, fun songs for friends. I like playing drums. I like, you know, yeah. uh, coming up with melodies. And, and you know, I, I like going to shows. And I like reading about the stock market and, and this, that, the other, and world economics. Like, 
I like those things, yeah. you know, it, and it's just a healthy way to, to come back. And, and it isn't, there's no shame in that. There's no shame in taking your hands off the workbench. Yeah. There's, there's no shame in walking away for a bit. Take a break. And then coming back new. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. You know, yeah. you dust yourself off, take the time you need. And then when it comes time, come back and do it again. Yeah. You know, yeah. that's, that's, that's what's helped me. Yeah. It gives you some perspective too, right? Like when you're in the middle of it, when you're, when you're in the middle of doing whatever it is you're trying to do and you're, you're grinding mm -hmm. away at it or you're, you're chipping at it over time, you begin to lose perspective and you begin, mm -hmm. you begin to get lost in whatever it is that you're so focused on. And then things like, Hey, is this even fun anymore? Or is this even like, I forgot why I started doing this. You know, like I've seen that so many times with creator creators where they're just like, I forgot why this was even fun for me, you know, cause they've been doing yeah. it so long and they've been trying so hard to achieve something that, you know, is probably no longer even the goal that they started with, you know? And, and I think you're right. Like, it's it's hard when you're trying to just push and push and push and and create and create and you feel like you're getting nowhere and then you you have to you gotta stop you gotta stop and gain regain some perspective or or some some reach down and get some self awareness to see where you're really at. Zoom out, micro macro. We get so micro sometimes. But... Yeah, dude. Zoom out, take a macro perspective, because then you then you really see, wow, I really have come a long way, or oh, I've experienced a lot, and I didn't really take the time to like appreciate those experiences or really like reflect on that and, and build stories from that. You yeah, know? Um, it's true. So yeah, man, the big thing is my, micro macro. You know, go micro when you got to go micro, but you know, have the wherewithal and, and self-awareness to, to zoom out, go macro, you know? That's certainly, dude, that's just, it's so important. And I think that you hit the, hit the nail on the head, man. And I mean, like you, like you said, you had to stop and like you yourself had to take, take some, take a moment. Yeah, it's humbling because if you're, you know, a Twitch streamer for the longest time and that's all you've been doing. Yeah, and then all of a sudden they're like, I'm not doing this anymore. Like who, who, who am, am I? I'm still a human being. And maybe there's yeah. something else I want to try my hand at. Yeah. And who knows? You might be good at that too. But yeah, dude, there's dude, no problem with taking a step back. You know, and, and to speak to that, you know, I have I have a story about like taking, you know, taking your time, right? And I, I, I touched on this earlier. You know, I stopped streaming after almost two full years of it. And yeah. I realized that I wasn't having as much fun. I realized I was getting lost in the metrics. I wasn't creating the way I was creating before because I I lost sight of it. And one day, I think it's like it hit me. I woke up and I was so tired from the night before because I was up late streaming. And then I was like, why am I even doing this? you know and then I was like at the time I weighed like I was 20 pounds heavier than I am now and I was like dude I'm gaining weight I'm not getting enough sleep I'm stressed out all the time because you know I'm not getting you know the rest that I need and mm -hmm. I, I just you know it was a knock-on effect and I decided that you know I would stream less and just focus on me and over like the next month, I started getting like it started with getting more sleep because I was averaging like was it six hours a night or less, which yeah, is no no good. And then it became oh wow I have enough energy in the morning maybe I can work out. <laughs> so yes, dude, dang! So I started working. I started working out. Started losing weight, and then started actually I I joined a gym for like the first time in like. I think a decade <laughs> nice. and then you know but I, I gained some perspective you know I started getting more sleep I started exercising and then I I, I I think when I really turned the corner was I decided I needed I needed therapy to just like 
like gain gain that that perspective back about like what's important to me the things that i can work on and since then it's been like eight nine months almost i've really regained like that outlook of like this is what's important these are the things that are important to me quality time with friends quality time with family like creating things on my own terms you know because i never stopped creating it was just trying to do it in other ways ways that i didn't pressure myself into like doing and there you go it's it's good like whether it's you take a step back and gain perspective from like not you know feeling like you're creating the way you used to or just having never created at all take a step back and be like hey what what's important what's important to me yeah but yeah dude so what what stuff do you have going lately because it's been a while since i think i've kept up with you like what (laughs) are you like like what are you doing like what are you creating like lately like you've been writing music as yes um a very very loose project that i started doing and with another buddy of mine um Aaron, uh, Aaron DeRoso, he's in uh, various bands. Um, we came up with a project called Drummers. So nice. that's like, you know, we're both songwriters. And this is essentially my excuse, right? My, 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 I shouldn't say excuse. Um, my, um, truly my reason to, to, to create music as a singer songwriter. Um, we're both drummers. We both write songs. We both play guitar. And this is a, a good way for both of us to come together and, you know, I play guitar, he plays drums, he plays guitar, I play drums, we both play drums at the same time. Like, it's just this loose project. Um, we do have an Instagram. It's like the only thing we have going. It's yeah. uh, Drummers PDX. So should okay. you want to follow that? Yeah. Um, so that's like a loose music project. And then I've got uh, Bros Before Elbows, Bros Before the Number Four I love Elbows. <laughs> I love <laughs> that's it. That's the... Uh, pro wrestling podcast my brother and i have been running for the last like four or five years now. that is so crazy um, that you've been yeah, doing it dude. that long it's been oh my gosh and then um what else have i got going um yeah just writing like random riffs um in fact it reminds me i gotta make a note to myself um just collaborating with other you know musicians and stuff and just saying like yeah i created this this riff, if you want to put lead over it, or if you want to put lyrics and a melody over it, cool. Good. You know, so yeah. that's just like random, random stuff. Yeah. Um, what else do I got going? Oh, um, from time to time, I've been playing in a, in a band out here uh, in Westland called the Audio Sequence. Nice. They, they're, they're already their own established band. So I come in as like six man, I'm literally smacking tambourine hitting the djembe sample pad like when when i can show up you that's, know i can show awesome. up um but they've uh they've been awesome to me and so that's like been my on stage you know I, I get to satiate my performance you know when i get to play shows with those guys yeah um other than that been reading books yeah. um and just spending uh you know uh, beyond all that really like when i have the time to do those things Everything else is family time. Family is so important. Yes. Spending time with Liz, spending time with Rocco, um, and really just honing in on how important those experiences are. Dude, they yeah. are. Yeah. They're so important. You know, I've, I've learned, yeah, this is my own personal experience, but what I've experienced thus far in life is I've seen, I, I've, I've seen the you know, chasing the entertainment dream. And now I'm in a world where I see the chasing of, of, of wealth and what grounds me. And I remind myself often is really in my mind is the most important things in life are time and memories. And, you know, like anyone can accumulate wealth, right? There's no like gimmick to it. There's no like trick to it. You just, just work a lot. Money. Well, just, that, yeah. I mean, there's, there's brick by brick. There's way, there's ways to do it. Yeah. And but, but what I'm getting at is like the wealthiest people say that you know they they you know when when it comes time to like creating their legacy or you know they pass away or whatever 
they it's almost the same thing it's you know i wish i spent more time with my friends or i wish i'd spent more time with my family dude yeah or i spent all this time amassing all this money and i can't take it with me i wish i would have done things differently and um to me it just it just shows to me like you know nothing wrong with wealth nothing wrong yeah. with it at all yeah and it, the idea becomes you know how are you spending your time what do you want to spend your time on and what experiences do you want to experience yeah you know and it all comes down to family and it all comes down to you know how you spend your time with your friends and community yeah. so the overarching umbrella is you know, what are you doing with your community of friends? What are you doing with your community of family? What is it that you're sharing? What is it that you're able to provide in terms of, you know, your talent or your curiosity or, yeah. you know, just your being, your, you know, yourself? Um, yeah, I think, I think hands down, like everything comes down to just that, that fun, um, spending time with family because that, that's super important. You know, so everything outside of other projects and such, it's like I enjoy, you know, running around with Rocco in the backyard. Yeah, I enjoy going to the park, going to the zoo, yeah. you know, eating peanut butter jelly sandwiches or like eating cereal in the morning or, you know, taking Liz out on date nights, like stuff like that. You know? Yeah. Like that to me is more important than anything else. Dude. Yeah. You know? I think I think you're doing it right, man. Trying. I think, <laughs> I think you are, dude. God, it's good. Uh, it's good to catch up with you. It's good, yeah, God, man. it's been forever, and so. Well, I'm stoked that you're going to be doing more of these, uh, more of these video casts, and I'm excited to see yeah. some of the other guests you're going to have on. Yeah, yeah. Actually, I, I, I have um, a couple more people that I'm, I'm working with to do more of these, and um, the plan is to. Uh, continue to just catch up with old friends who are yeah. doing their thing in the world, um, whether it's, you know, uh, being successful in in their career or if it's being successful as a creator or just they're doing something that I find interesting. And then we just we just catch up and we talk about it and we find we find out what I guess really, I guess, drives drives them and what motivates them and hopefully we can glean some some interesting insight and stories from it and yeah yeah dude it's, i love it man that's genuine that you're doing exactly what needs to be <laughs> you're done. doing it you're doing it well yeah and 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 to give give context i sat down and was like well what what would bring value to me is someone who consumes and, and creates. And I found that along my, my story of like, you know, why do I do stuff like this? Why do I make videos or why do I live stream or why do I, you know, do weird stuff around video games? Like it was always about creating experiences and it was always about, you know, understanding how people engage with creations. And I thought and I sat about like I thought about it and sat on it for a while. And I was like, you know, what's the process? I know my process and I know how I deal and I know how I do things. And I, I found myself in this this hole of like trying to like find out how other people deal. Or the, how they, or how they not just deal, but how how they, you know, continue to create when they're faced with things that either motivate them or don't. And I was like, you know what? I have a lot of friends who just do stuff, who make yeah. who make music, who make videos, who run you know projects and initiatives around the world with their own missions. I was like, why don't we talk about it? Because I find that interesting and I want to know and I want to apply a lot of that to my, you know, to my own, my own creation and my own, uh, I guess, you know, my own, my, my own way of doing things. And 
why not start by documenting it? So that's Fair enough. that's where we are. So Anthony, thank you so much, man, for your insight. Thank, thank you for having me, man, and asking questions. I love it. Dude, we need to do it again sometime and check Heck in. Yeah. And uh yeah, it's been far too long. That's it's for been sure. far too long, man. It's good, it's good talking to you. All right. Any final thoughts? I think, I think you do, do good things. Do you think do good things? We'll end on that. 